We have to get on our own resources in America. If we do, we can cut out 60% of OPEC oil. Oil, natural gas, wind, water, solar, nuclear. Industries of energy. Energy. We've got fantastic opportunities to use new technologies to secure the American people and at the same time be better stewards of the environment. You have questions, we have answers. Listen carefully. You can't really be against hydrofracking and say you're an environmentalist because immediately the default options are fuels that are much less clean. For the next hour, Sean Wilson and Butch Black explore the energy industry with news and interviews from around the corner and around the globe. Nuclear is one of the directions that we should innovate in. The Exploring Energy Show begins now. And a very, very good Thursday morning to you, ladies and gentlemen. Sean Wilson, Butch Black. It is the Exploring Energy Show where we talk about energy. Exploding energy. Uh, exploding energy. Well, hopefully not. <laughs> I am going to talk about this, though, with the health and safety of our exhibitors in mind. The Oklahoma Oil and Gas Expo has been canceled. However, they are having the John C. Godwin Memorial Golf Tournament. That's October the 8th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. SOAR, Sustaining Oklahoma's Energy Resources, and OERB, Oklahoma's Energy Resource Board. These people right here put a lot of education out, and they are going to let you have a good day of networking. All the CDC guidelines will be followed. There's going to be a whole lot of um, safety precautions taken. But if you'd like to register, get on this website, okoilexpo.com, okoilexpo, all one word, dot com. Or go to our webpage, exploringenergy.net, or our Facebook page. You can find a quick link to get yourself or your team or to sponsor a hole at the October 8th John C. Godwin Memorial Golf Tournament in lieu of the OK Oil Expo. Butch Black. I don't don't like that. It it hasn't been canceled. It's just been postponed a year. That's it. That's it. They didn't didn't pull the plug. No. No, it's just been postponed for a year. Redirected. There you go. Well, speaking of redirected, how about prices this morning? We've kind of been kind of some up and down business. Yeah, we're still up and down. Uh, It's still really strange. Um, WTI crude on the uh, NYMEX October 2020 exchange is down 80 cents to 40.71. Brent crude on the IS November 2020 exchange is down 84 cents to 43.59. So both oils took a pretty nasty hit yesterday. But then you go to NYMEX Natural Gas on the October 2020 exchange, and uh, we're up a penny. It's at 250. Nice. You know, it dropped below 250 yesterday. We're yeah, back like 246 up. 246 or something yeah, like that. It's yesterday. Just it's 247, yeah. I believe. Right. Or, something like that. But I, uh, I mean, just barely below. But um, and it just went down a penny just in the time that we before I came on. It right. we were at 251, but. So it's strange the way that, you know, you can't, it's just unheard of almost to have all three of them in the green at the same time. Right. And we've seen that a couple of times. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often. It doesn't happen very often. Now, you'll see them all three in the red quite often. Right, right. But not in the green. Well, speaking of green and red and white all over, I don't know. Yeah, swampy. Let's go to Swamp Master. Let's go to Professor Paul Michael Weeby, ladies and gentlemen. He is our Washington insider and he is on the phone with us. Professor Weeby, what's going on? <laughs> well, thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate that. Look very <laughs> oh, distinguished. 
Thank you very much. <laughs> I need to have a cigar or a pipe. Yeah, for yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. They look very distinguished. The most interesting man in the world, right there. But anyway, no, we're sure glad to have you, Professor Weeby. I know that uh, so many things are going on. Oh, we've got Joe, the pizza delivery boy, and he should have brought steaks. We got all, yeah. kinds, all kinds of things happening there in uh, Washington, D.C. and around the globe, especially when it uh, comes to the energy industry with the looming uh, election coming up and, and so many people vying for a position. What is your take, sir? Well, uh, we... Look, I called, I personally uh, spent a lot of time yesterday. I want all your listeners to know that exploring energy has no limits when it applies itself to the economic recovery, right? There you go. So, yeah, we, 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 we're serious here, folks. So I called up my buddies on Wall Street, you know, J.P. Morgan. Nice. Okay. And I told them, I said, guys, uh, uh, I don't want you to break the 29,000 uh, level on the Dow Jones until we get to the Thursday morning exploring energy show. There you go. Okay. All right. I like that. <laughs> yeah. So, so we broke 29,000 on the Dow, and we announced it today on Exploring Energy, of course. And that is very important. Uh, it'll probably go down somewhat today, you know, up and down as usual. Well, sure. But, you know, but we're a month ahead of schedule. You all remember, we predicted, we did predict on this show that uh, the market would break 29000 pretty soon. Yep. And actually, it looks like it's about a month ahead of schedule. Yep. And, um, and uh, the all-time high, I think, is twenty nine six somewhere around there. And it looks like before the end of September, we're going to break thirty thousand. Wow! And and that is historic. It's very important for the V-shaped economic recovery. Larry Kudlow a couple of days ago or yesterday, I'm not quite sure, said that the economy now is operating at an eighty percent uh, uh, level, and so we still have about twenty more percent to. To bring into play, so you can just imagine if we bring in another twenty percent of the economy uh, into the picture. Yeah, by November first, this market and all the markets uh, will be at all-time historic level. Well, sure. And very important. Yeah, go ahead, Bush. But you've got to remember if you. When when you listen to Sleepy Joe talk, that's because he and Obama did that. <laughs> well, oh yeah. Yeah, and. <laughs> yeah, and, and Bill Clinton back in the, and Bill Clinton back in the nineteen nineties and yeah. FDR back in the nineteen thirties. Sure, they're the ones that brought the economy up after a pandemic or during a pandemic. They're the yeah. ones that built the started building the economy back. Oh absolutely. Back, you know, four years ago. Yeah. Eight years ago, ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. right. Thank God well, look, this Al, is Al Gore invented the internet. Yeah, thank you. I'm glad he did. <laughs> We're heading now to uh, a full economic recovery, possibly before the election, and that uh, is exceedingly important for the oil and gas industry, as you all know. Absolutely. To have con- consumer confidence back in, have the level of investment flows that we had before the pandemic crash. Look, that market 
crashed to 18,000 or 19,000. I think some folks were hoping it would crash to around eight or nine, but it did not happen. Right. And we're we're back up now to almost 29,000 plus plus. And could you imagine um, a bigger hit taken than from the coronavirus? I mean, any anywhere else? I mean, anything, any other singular situation could have done to the economy what that did and then for us to turn around and you know get it back yeah they, i think the only thing that would have hit worse would have been leprosy <laughs> yeah right and uh, uh the yeah. leper colonies yeah and such but you know uh it's 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 a situation where the reason i believe is because we had such a strong economy right before this happened that it was uh-huh. much easier to grab that foothold and go from that rung than it would have been the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, there was a very strong foundation laid by the Trump administration, sure. uh, uh, which included, you know, as, as we all know, it included uh, corporate tax cuts, uh, uh, income tax cuts. It included uh, deregulation for the industry, all kinds of uh, incentives for, for the uh, the market to come uh, back to full strength under under the Trump administration. So there was a very strong foundation, and Trump is simply building on that. But yeah. still, uh, there's this is unprecedented. I've never, I could not find anything in the history book that even compares to what has gone on in the last seven, eight months. Yeah, 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 it is crazy stuff. Speaking of crazy stuff, we're going to take a quick break, and when we're going to come back, we're going to talk a little bit about social media. I, I love this this part that you sent here on your talking points, and I really feel like that it's something we'd like to get to because everyone now understands what social media is. Well, and media and, has become a scary word. Yes, yes, it has. It has, except for the Washington Insider breaking news here on Exploring yeah, Energy. Only, only on Exploring Energy. The Exploring Energy Show with Sean and Butch. Don't forget Royalty Advocate, royaltyadvocate.com. Royalty Advocate is affordable mineral management software designed to replace filing cabinets, spreadsheets, boxes. If you're worried about being paid correctly and fairly, Royalty Advocate. Find yourself buried in paperwork, Royalty Advocate. Royalty Advocate offers a free plan. That's right. You can stay on that free plan as long as you want to. No force to get you go to a paid plan. However, they have very affordable paid plans. Just use the promo code RADIO and get yourself started. Whether it's on the free plan or the paid plan, use the promo code RADIO. Visit RoyaltyAdvocate.com. Find out what plan is best for you. Royalty Advocate Mineral Management Software. Elliot Gilson, Jarrett Parker, Jordan Morgan. Glad to have Royalty Advocate as a sponsor of Exploring Energy. Let's get right back to our Washington insider. It is Professor Paul Michael Wiebe. And Professor, I had given a little bump about social media. Now, and as it pertains to politics, let's talk a little bit about this because I was not surprised, but um, eager to get this information that you sent us. Well, look, this is very interesting, and it ties into what we were discussing before the break. Uh, the Harris Poll conducted a survey, and they found that of 22 potential information sources, you know, to provide quality information, and particularly on health care, the last and least uh, 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 appreciated 
or listen to source for information uh, is social media, Instagram and these type of platforms. They do not provide quality information. Exploring energy, on the other hand, does. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, and, and, w- and what they did find is that when it comes to healthcare, and again, this is important for our listeners and for the industry as a whole, they found that <clears throat> uh, people trust information from their doctors and nurses, and then from national organizations like the Mayo Clinic or St. Jude. Um, and then right after that, there's a lot of trust for the government's um, medical uh, facilities like the CDC and the FDA. Now, this is really important because in relationship to the, the, the tremendous uh, spike we had in the market yesterday, um, the CDC announced yeah, uh, the day before, uh, they announced that they're ready to tell the states that they, states ought to prepare for the coronavirus vaccine as soon as November 1st. Ooh. So this is moving. This is moving fast. This is Operation Warp Speed that the vice president setting up. And, and uh, that's very good news. They've already started the phase three. This is the final phase of the clinical trials. They've already had volunteers in Florida take the vaccine, and they're just checking to make sure there are no serious side effects. They're using the phase three trials in Japan and Russia, the U.K., South Africa, and Brazil. So this thing is moving along very rapidly. There's not a lot of information that's been going on from the mainstream media. So, <clears throat> you, you know, you come to Exploring Energy, and you'll get the good news. There you now, go. Now, on top of that, yeah, on top of that, not only uh, is the CDC, uh, which is a trusted source, according to Harris Poll, um, telling the states to get ready, the vaccine is coming, but even better news. So let me lead this in to uh, the conversation. So who's going to call to deal with the virus? Well, you're going to call virus busters. And who's the virus busters? It's the Data and Safety Monitoring Board. And we all know that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, Data yeah. and Safety Monitoring Board. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm afraid I was in the uh, dark on that one. Yeah. Well, probably that's that's why we all listen. Yeah. Now, the Data and Safety Monitoring Board that we're all familiar with is part of the National Institute of Dental and cranial facial research. We all knew that. Sure oh, we did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, every all of our listeners did. <laughs> and the National Institute of Dental and Cranial Facial and Cranial Facial Research is part of the NIH. Now, here's here's the really good news. The Data and Safety Monitoring Board can authorize the vaccine to be made available even before the November start, November 1st start date, if the initial results are strongly positive. Wow. Yep. So these clinical trials are now taking place in Florida and elsewhere. If these results are coming in in the next couple of weeks and they're very strong and very positive, then this Data and Safety Monitoring Board of the NIH can authorize immediate uh, application of the vaccine. So it'll be available. 
But not mandatory. It'll be available. Not mandatory, no. But it will be available. Now, once that trigger uh, is pulled, well, goodness gracious, uh, we are at officially at the end of the coronavirus vaccine problem. Thank God. <laughs> I mean, I'm ready. So, so here we are. Uh, we're near the end game on this. The president knows exactly what's going on. Uh, he has been briefed on the Data Safety Monitoring Board. And now the public of Oklahoma has been briefed on the Data Safety <laughs> Monitoring hey, Board. You know, I mean, um, I, I was thrilled when they said it would be around Christmas, you know, by the yeah. end of the year. I mean, I was thrilled by that. I, I was also anticipating that there there might be a vaccine available before the election. Well, look how many years it took to get a polio vaccine. Oh, my gosh, yeah. You know, yeah. it could have been like that. Of course, things took a lot back in those days. Yeah. Things took a, took a lot technology. different. Yeah, because, I mean, even just to share information across town yeah. <laughs> it took a long time. And now it's at uh, lightning speed. But, you know, very interesting. <laughs> Yeah, and so the point here, the net-net, to go through all of this, is to say that we are coming to the end of demand destruction in the industry. And and we're going to see prices, in my opinion, begin to start going up, up to the $50 level in terms of WTI. Mm-hmm. Because demand think- will increase, right? Because yes. demand will increase. People will start moving about again. Well, that's right. And they'll start traveling, and demand for various fuels will begin to up. Look, we, we just had the this um, uh, hurricane smash into Louisiana. And, you know, oh, man. Uh, uh, there's, yeah, there's a delay factor there in terms of, 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 of the market. So um, I think we could see uh, $50 uh, levels in terms of uh, WTI by October. I think that's really possible once these announcements are are made and here this is why you're not getting this information on the mainstream media because if you're getting this information now it will have an impact on, on the, the, the economy yeah and, the and on the election right yeah exactly so we're getting that information out to the people of oklahoma and the people of oklahoma ought to know that we're right around the corner we're into the end game it looks very very promising folks and uh, once, once they give the green light by the FDA or our friends at the Data and Safety Monitoring <laughs> Board, yeah, uh, you know we're going to hit thirty thousand on 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 the market, and uh, that's going to have a tremendous impact in terms of the uh, our our oil and gas sector. You know, and if we get oil prices up around the fifty two to fifty five dollar, and we get uh, natural gas up around the three to three fifty, mm-hmm. things are going to start getting uh, much better uh, and and much quicker. I guess my question is, and maybe you know, maybe you don't know, Professor, but is this vaccine a one and done deal, or is this an, an inoculation like the flu shot, where every year you get it, or is this a deal where once you once you take it, you're you're good to rock and roll? Do you know yet? Well, I don't have. No, I, I can find out. I don't know the answer to that. I do know that this particular vaccine that they're testing down in Florida with AstraZeneca is either the same vaccine or, you know, very similar, facsimile uh, copy, if you will, of the vaccine that they've been using in Russia for the last month. They started at the beginning of August, and uh, it seems to be working just fine over there. 
So I believe it's um, uh, an inoculation. I don't know in terms of time frame if it's, you know, you know, one and right. done, or you, you know, you've got to come back a couple of years from now and take it again, hard to tell. But we'll get that information from the FDA and all those folks. And I'm sure the president himself will be the first one to come out on television and give us the details, because he is, as he says, your favorite president, and he wants to take full credit for bringing this economy back to to uh, 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 full health. Well, so yeah, you don't I want know. to update the president too much. Yeah, you know? yeah. Right. I saw an interview last night with his new health advisor. Right. And uh, when they asked him about the vaccine and stuff, he was very noncommittal because he said, you know, it's still in the testing processes. And he's not going to give anything out. But you can tell on his face that yeah. he was close to being able to say. Yeah. I mean, he he was very confident. Uh, he acted very confident that yeah. it is coming and that it's going to be a, a wonderful deal. And But, of course, he can't let the cat out of the bag. He can't, you know, steal the thunder for the president because he is the one that's driven this and, and driven it hard. Right. And you know, this is the thing that I, that I think a lot of people are are uh, misunderstanding about the president. You know, he says, "I, I, I," in that. Yeah. But you know, he assembled the people that are around him. You know, and and he's a smart guy. I mean, and he'll be the first to tell you that he's got a tremendous team. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, but you know, there it's the situation where there's little bits and pieces of Donald Trump that everybody can kind of go ooh about, you know. But the biggest piece to me is he, I believe, truly loves this country and loves the fact that he is helping make this shape this country's future, you know, and, and not going down the same old, you know, same old road every year, every year, every term, every president, just craziness. Well, well, that's right, and and um, I think uh, I didn't see that uh, uh, interview yesterday, Butch, but uh, I can well imagine that the president uh, is fully aware of the timeline and when this thing is going to break wide open, and um, uh, you know he's he's keeping a lid on it until it's official. But I think because um, the president called me yesterday. He said, Right. He said, Paul Michael Weeby, he said, I know you're going to be on Exploring Energy tomorrow. Now, I can't say certain things, as you well know. Can you get it out there to the people of Oklahoma anyway? See, now that's, this is exactly what I talk about, Washington Insider, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, because we have one of the best, in my opinion, and I'll tell you straight up, uh, time after time after time, uh, he has proven that to uh, to our listeners and to us here at the station because – you say it, and a couple of days later, it hits mainstream media. It's a pretty crazy deal like that. But professor, if it hits mainstream media yeah, at all, right? Well, some of it is they're forced to. They're, yeah, they're forced yeah, they to. don't have any choice. And we are going to continue. Sean Wilson and Butch Black with the Exploring Energy Show return now. We're glad you're with us. We got Professor Paul Michael Weeby, ladies and gentlemen, and I tell you straight up. Uh, professor, there's uh, a lot of ground to cover. It seems like when we get a, a great guest, man, time just flies by. But uh, let's get to this. <laughs> we we got to the food market. Yeah, let's get to the food market. 
Trump's steak versus Sleepy Joe's pizza. How fracking in the Marcella Shell in western Pennsylvania is now ground zero for the election. You 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 called this a week ago, and sure enough, uh, Sleepy Joe made his way up to Pennsylvania and started spouting the lies. Well, I got to tell you, yeah, that, that's right. For, exploring Energy last week called this. Uh, we said that the election is going to pivot on the state of Pennsylvania. Yep. And it's going to pivot within the state of Pennsylvania. It's going to pivot on western Pennsylvania and fracking the Marcellus Shale and natural gas production. And that's exactly what has happened because our friend, uh, Slow Joe now, or Pizza Delivery Joe, or... <laughs> Joe and Joe Anchovy Biden. <laughs> oh man, hold yeah. the anchovies for me, bro. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it was it was pretty funny. I don't know if people understand, but it it came out. Uh, a, a guy was filming it, and Sleepy Joe and his entourage were were delivering some pizzas, and somebody yelled back, "Hey, thanks for the pizzas, Joe. Trump would have brought us steaks." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Yeah, and I, I got to tell you, that really, really hit home, I think. That, that that little video went viral because it's like a metaphor, you know. Yeah. Uh, if, if Trump if Trump wins, and he will win in my opinion, yep. if he wins Pennsylvania and all of the states across the country, which includes Oklahoma, Ohio, and Alaska, Indiana, Texas, and so on, yeah, folks are going to be on the table. However, if Joe wins, it's going to be a slice of pizza, one night at a, one day at a time, you know, and and that's not the way you want to go. We all love our pizza, but uh, not every day. Yeah, and it's going to take and, more than one piece for this fat kid. I mean, I got to get rid of yeah. Joe Biden. What diet are you on? Oh, I'm on the Joe Biden one, the president's diet. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! And, and, and so, yeah, you're, you're uh, Sean. You're absolutely right. Uh, yeah. Joe went up, and it, it, you know I kind of felt bad for the guy because you know he's carrying you know a couple of pizza boxes coming out of the car. It's just I don't know who his advisors are, but man, that was that was a bad optic. And uh, so, so it was a bad. So, I, think, I think it's Bill and Ted oh, or his advisors. <laughs> An excellent adventure. Uh, but, yeah, but that look on yeah. Biden. I mean, Biden had a mask on, but the, the look in his eyes was like, oh, crap, Ola. What in the world? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the guy yelled it loud enough. Everybody heard it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, that's like, so, him, that's like uh, him going ballistic on the iron worker who said, you work for me. Yeah. You yeah, know. I work for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and talk comes so, cheap, as we all know, especially in an election you know, an election year, but you know, what president Trump has done has, you know, he's done, he's been a doer, he's making it happen, you know, right, wrong, or indifferent. He's getting, he's getting stuff done. Sleepy Joe, you know, uh, his track record kind of speaks for itself. Well, 47 years of inactivity. Yeah. Well, he, well, look, he, um, he's, uh, uh, very quickly, he was forced to come out of the basement. He was yeah. forced to come out of yeah. the basement. Stick his head out of the hole, and, right? Yeah, and he, here's what people don't realize. 
he was forced to come out of the basement because of one issue, and that issue is natural gas and fracking. Right. That's what got him, flushed him out of the basement. And I hope our friends at the RNC and at the White House are listening to us because that's really important because he had to go to Pittsburgh with those pizzas because he knows he's losing in his home state of Pennsylvania against yeah. Donald Trump. Yeah. That's a big deal. Now, Biden's been around like for 200 <laughs> years, you know. <laughs> he actually signed the Declaration of Independence, <laughs> I can call uh, lower left-hand corner. I hear you. You know, yeah. you know it's. Uh, I mean, we, we laugh about it, but you know, it's it's a serious situation. And 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 Kamala Harris, behind the scenes, she is hating this. Oh, she's livid. Oh, she she is, and she's being muzzled. Yeah. And what is that? Muzzled off? That's a different <laughs> deal. Yeah. Anyway. She's being muzzled on this deal because her whole deal has been clean energy and the climate well, the green deal. and you know, the new green deal. That's it. And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, Joe Biden understands that, hey, man, I got to say something to win this election. So I got to go up here and try to make this happen. And then he's like, President hey. Trump's sp- spreading lies about me. You know, the 3,000 on tape, you, me saying I'm going to ban fracking and fossil fuels and, and limit the public, uh, you know, the uh, government yeah. lands. I mean, that's the proof. And all of a sudden, he's flopped and flipped. I don't believe it. Yeah, Trump. well, he, yeah, Trump's lying. Yeah, well, he has to because he's losing Pennsylvania. Now, Trump won Pennsylvania by forty-four thousand votes. Uh, and right now, uh, the internal polls uh, are showing uh, that that Trump's going to carry that state big time. And, and Biden, Biden was forced out of his basement because of this. Uh, look, uh, there's a lot at stake here in terms of uh, uh, the national economy and our energy policy. What, you know, I went to the um, Pennsylvania Independent Oil and Gas Association website. Good guys. And they had some data on their website. Very interesting. Now, uh, in 20. In 20, uh, uh, 2007, uh, Pennsylvania only produced enough gas, natural gas, for 25% of, of state demand. Wow. Now, in, only 25%, you know, for, uh, for local demand. But now, Pennsylvania is producing 25% of natural gas production, uh, which is about 7 TCF, you know? Um, and, and if Joe Biden, Kamala Harris and Alexandria Cortez get their way, Mm. we're going to, you know, Pennsylvania, that 20% that it's applying to the country, uh, will, will be shut down over a period of time. And, and as a result, we're going to have to import natural gas. Right. From Russia. So you... (laughs) So, you, you know, you always want to ask a question. When someone is proposing something, you always have to say, well, who wins? Who benefits from that proposal? Yeah, that's right. it. And, and shutting down Pennsylvania by banning fracking and all the other uh, environmental projects that Kamala Harris is championing, even though Joe went up to Pittsburgh and Joe said 
quote, unquote, I'm not for banning fracking. Let's say that again. I'm not for banning fracking, no matter how many times Donald Trump lies about me. <laughs> so he's desperate. He, he's going against his own base. He's going against his own vice president nominee. He's going against all of the policy frames that have been proposed by the Democratic Party over the last four years. And and it, it's an act of, of, of political suicide, in my opinion, because, yeah, when you flip-flop, oh, man, that, that, that is just the worst thing you can do politically because you're, you're going to be torn apart in debates. And, and, yeah, uh, even from the people that supported you to get you to that yeah. point. You know, even by those people, now, now you've, you, you have no confidence within your own camp. And, and how can you lead if, if I mean, yeah. a friendly fire comes into mind, you know? I had to laugh at the, the Facebook post that said, Puxatani, uh, Biden came out of his basement and saw a shadow. <laughs> means four more years of Trump. <laughs> I hope so. Sean Wilson and Butch Black with the Exploring Energy Show return now. Professor Paul Michael Wiebe, the Executive Director, Institute for the Geopolitics of Energy and Strategic Resources out of Washington, D.C. And, Professor, uh, we were talking about China and their Panama Energy Canal. What's going on here? Yeah, that's a really interesting issue. But, Sean, if you don't mind, can I just oh, yeah. uh, add one like, more thing? To abs- absolutely. On, on Pennsylvania and the election. You betcha. Uh, again, this is how important energy policy is how important fracking natural gas is to the outcome of this election there are six count them six congressional districts in play in pennsylvania three republican health seats and three democrat health seats now the latest information i have is that all six all six of these seats are going republican and Again, three of these are Democrat seats. Now, one of them is in um, western Pennsylvania uh, from the Pittsburgh area to the Ohio state line. And you would expect that. That's, you know, that's uh, shale country up there. And, and um, it looks like that's leaning Republican. But here's the kicker. The other two Democrat seats that look like they might go Republican uh, are Congressional District 7 and 8. And they're located in and around Joe Biden's hometown of Scranton. Wow. In, in where? Uh, way up in northeast Pennsylvania along the New Jersey state line. Hmm. Kind of strange, right? Well, if you look at the map of the Marcellus Shale, the Marcellus huh. Shale covers 60% of Pennsylvania, and it hooks around and it covers that area of Scranton, these two congressional districts. Mm-hmm. Well, man, we need to flip that house too. That I think a lot of people are losing track of of that. Uh, hopefully, the voters aren't. You know, I know here in Oklahoma, uh, Kendra Horn, she's she's trying anything she can to to get uh, to keep she's her Democratic as, seat. She's about as desperate as Biden is. But I don't give her much of a chance, in in my opinion. But it's uh, still remains to be seen. But you know, it's uh, uh, you're right. Pennsylvania is a battleground, and and it's. Marcellus Shell, like you said, it's natural gas. It's right there in the heart of it, and Sleepy Joe knows that he has to uh, has to do the old uh, 
two-step. <laughs> Got to try yeah. to tiptoe around this deal. But I think it's a little too late for him as far as um, him coming out and saying, you know, I, I love fracking. <laughs> what is it again? <laughs> and, and Sean, Sean, as you, you made a very important point here. Uh, and, and that's why these, uh, you know, you look at the down-ballot issues. Yes, the Republicans could flip the House. But what they'll need to do is to take these three Democrat seats in Pennsylvania, and all three of them pivot on energy policy and natural gas and fracking. And that's remarkable when you think about it, yeah. that our issue, the issue that exploring energy is devoted to, is the issue that could, to a very great degree, flip the House and help elect the president to a second term. Well, for the first time in a long time, energy is finally being talked about with the importance that it really holds for yeah, our nation, not exactly. just not just for us here in oil and gas country, but I'm talking about the United States as a whole. You know, it's uh, put us in as as a world uh, producer, a world leader, and for the first time ever, and that's that's good stuff. I know we're kind of running out of time, but I, I do want uh, to give you a little platform on this China deal because it's uh, it's very interesting as well. Well, yeah. Well, we've all heard of the crack canal. We've all heard of the Krakenau, K-R-A, uh, for our listeners out there. And the Krakenau was supposed to be China's Panama Canal right? through the Isthmus of Thailand. And the idea was that uh, they were going to build this canal uh, that would connect the Pacific and Indian Oceans. Uh, it would be about uh, 100 miles long. It would be you know, 500 yards um, wide, 25 yards deep, you know, a big, a big, a big deal, and it cost maybe 30, 40 billion dollars to build. And the whole idea was because China imports anywhere from 60 to 70 percent of its oil from the Middle East and Africa, they could bypass a choke point called the Malacca Strait, you know, where Singapore is located, right? And these tankers could go through this Asian version of the Panama Canal and thereby ensure China's energy security, and thereby prevent the Indian Navy or the U.S. Navy from interdicting uh, oil supplies coming to China from, uh, from uh, Middle East and Africa. And that was a big deal. But as we know, yeah. uh, the Trump administration has been putting uh, a pressure, a squeeze on China. And all of a sudden, a couple of days ago, uh, the Thailand government, which has been very friendly to China, by the way, uh, decided, hey, we're not going to build that canal. <laughs> uh, we're we're going to build two deep water seaports on either end, and we'll have a, a road to connect, and we'll ship freight across from one end to the other. But we're not going to build a canal for, for tankers. So that's a big deal. That's part of the Trump administration's uh, administration squeeze play on China, which means that China cannot circumvent uh, the ability of the U.S. Navy to uh, interdict uh, oil supplies coming in from uh, from other parts of the world. Which Strategic. means yeah. Donald Trump has more leverage on China than one could ever imagine. And, and that is by design. You know, for too many years, we've just a- allowed that situation to go unmonitored because they basically bought their way. You know, they just they paid the people that they, that were making the decisions, and and they accepted that money, and and um, everything was all good. Donald Trump, on the other hand, didn't need that Chinese money. He's like, listen, you know, what's good for America is what I'm after here. What 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 is that? 
well, it's not what's happening. It's what needs to happen is going to be good for America, and I think that that's going to continue to go forward. Professor Paul Michael Wiebe, as always, we run out of time uh, all too soon. But I tell you straight up, buddy, I um, look forward to what you have to say. I enjoy getting your texts, and I know that it's uh, uh, something that we all have a vested interest in, especially coming into November the 3rd and and finding out what direction our energy industry uh, is going to, to go. Well, it's my pleasure every week to be on the show, and, and uh, there's so much out there, and we're, we're, we're doing what the mainstream media doesn't want to do, and uh, we're happy to do it, right? Yes, and, and thank you so much for the new picture, man. I appreciate you. <laughs> it's uh, it's good, good to be able to put that face with a voice, and, and before long... We're gonna meet. We're gonna we're gonna shake hands, even if there it's social go. distancing. I I'm uh, I'm ready to make that happen. So, Professor Paul Mike Weeby, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much, Professor. Have a blessed day. Be safe out there and uh, keep your head above the swamp. Thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate <laughs> it. Y'all have a good day. You bet, Professor Paul Michael Weeby, as uh, always, bringing it, bringing it. You know, here on yeah. the Thursday edition of the Exploring Energy Show. Well, yes, he does. No doubt about it. We appreciate Paul Michael Weeby, the professor.